Section 4 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 8, March 1897. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schempf. Recent Explorations in Equatorial Africa by Ernest de Sasseville. Footnote. In studying the geography of the Dark Continent, it should be borne in mind that owing to the interchangeability of the letters R, L, and D in many of the African dialects, and to the fact that the explorers of various nationalities have applied to the names of different tribes and geographic features of the regions they have visited the orthographic forms peculiar to their own languages the geographic nomenclature even of such portions of the interior as are now mapped in more or less detail is far from being definitely established in some cases the variation in spelling is so great as almost to preclude identification and not even in the case of names of european origin is there that uniformity of orthography which is so much to be desired j h and a footnote africa is fast losing its title of the dark continent and if explorations continue at their recent rate for a few years longer it will be as well known as other parts of the globe three young men recently crossed it from east to west following in the main the route taken by stanley and correcting a few of the slight mistakes made by that explorer as the result probably of his rapid marching these travellers were monsieur maurice versape who has since died of fever the baron de romoine and monsieur sporek an artist accompanied by an escort of twenty riflemen and one hundred thirty carriers engaged at zanzibar they secured a large collection of weapons from different tribes of indigenous seeds flowers and timber of skins of various mammalia also a live leopard and a large number of photographs and of watercolor and other drawings they traveled four thousand kilometers on foot and two thousand by boat and their very complete itinerary of their travels contains much interesting geographical information the explorers left zanzibar on july sixth eighteen ninety five sailing thence from mombasa thence they crossed a barren rocky country and reached lake Jepe, where they hunted a while they ascended the slope of the kilimanjaro to the german post of moshi at an elevation of twelve hundred meters the kilimanjaro is an imposing mass nearly six thousand meters high and covered with eternal snows the confluence of the rivers tsavo and useri was located and the party crossed to the north of kilimanjaro a volcanic country entirely uninhabited and passed by lake ngiri taking an entirely new route they made for the english post of kikuyu across the plains of kapitei where they successfully hunted elephants rhinoceroses zebras and antelope these plains were entirely devoid of vegetation and their rivers were dried up kikuyu was reached in november at which time the maasai were in open rebellion this brave and fearless tribe is known and feared from the kenya to german east africa they are tall and well built are mostly naked wear their hair long and smear their faces and shoulders with grease and red clay they wear war feathers about the head and carry spears and shields 
but while warlike and nomadic they raised some cattle it was at this time that an english caravan composed of twelve hundred wakikabus was attacked by the maasai who killed seven hundred of them a scotchman named dick who was travelling with another caravan left kikuyu the day before the three french travellers but hearing of the massacre he fell back and sent a letter to kikuyu for assistance which was refused the frenchmen joined forces with him and they were furiously attacked by the maasai in the kedung valley the attack was repelled but dick was killed leaving the kedung valley the party passed to the east of the small lakes naivasha nakura and Eta, and on december five reached the english fort of ravine the next day they crossed the deep ravine of the eldoma river passed the man foothills in the country of the wanandis across the north of the kaviranda country to the nzoia river from the banks of which the victoria nyanza can be seen the usaga a rich and thickly inhabited country was next passed and the nile was reached the ripon falls about eight hundred meters wide and ten meters high were greatly admired crossing the bay of napoleon brought the travelers to uganda where the natives are sufficiently civilized to have built roads and bridges their capital is mengo which the travelers left on february twenty two eighteen ninety six passing by lake mitiana which is more of a swamp than a lake lake ruheron was reached it lies to the northeast of lake albert edward which is itself to the southwest of mount ruwenzori according to stanley there is a high peak which he named gordon bennett to the north of this lake but the travelers were unable to discover it mount ruwenzori is about five thousand meters high and at night numerous lights were seen on its slopes on april eleven the explorers were at kasagama whence they started for katone to the north of lake albert edward and on the frontier between british territory and the congo free state during this march they noticed that lake ruheron is not connected with lake albert edward by a large bay as stanley says but by a small stream the two lakes are forty kilometers apart and have a difference of two hundred meters in elevation on april seventeenth katone was left behind the thirtieth meridian was crossed and the caravan camped right under the equator for the third time since leaving mombasa continuing westward they entered the congo free state and crossed the foothills of the ruwenzori visited by captain lugard a few years ago and entered the semliki valley the semliki river is about two hundred meters wide and has a very swift current the next halt was made at the village of mabene where stokes was captured from this place to leopoldville the country is covered with an almost impenetrable forest on the edge of which is the arab village of kisangui an auxiliary post of the congo state it is the duty of the chief of the village to warn the congolese authorities of the presence of strangers on their territory after a ten days march through the forest kuamkubi was reached in this part of the country traces of arab civilization are everywhere apparent these arabs speak the zanzibar dialect leaving this post the congo basin was next entered the march through the forest was exceedingly difficult compass and axe being alike indispensable finally the ibina a branch of the Ituri river was reached twenty days more along the banks of the ibina brought the travelers to the Ituri itself which they crossed in canoes 
and then took a guide who conducted them to the congolese military post of kelongalonga they were well received by the belgian officers the first europeans they had met for several weeks and after a short rest and the laying in of supplies they left for the next post recrossing the ituri they followed its left bank as far as mausa a small village opposite the mouth of the ipula here the ituri is swift and narrow eight days more through the forest brought the travellers to avakubi where for the fourth time the ituri had to be crossed avakubi is a post and market of some importance here the travellers saw a few specimens of the race of pygmies whose existence has by many writers been doubted the stature of these pygmies is about one metre twenty they are absolutely naked their noses are very flat and their looks somewhat ferocious their weapons are spears and arrows which are proportionate to their stature they hunt a great deal and attack even the elephant they build no huts but live scattered about the forest and their habitations are holes their suspicious nature renders them very difficult to meet and it is only once in a while that a few of the least wild among them venture to go to the nearest post to exchange the products of their hunt for bananas or sweet potatoes from avakubi the travellers proceeded in canoes as far as stanley falls here they embarked on a small steamboat and descended the congo which at bamba has a width of thirty kilometres on august third they sailed for europe and monsieur versape died shortly after his return to france ernest de sasseville paris january twenty two eighteen ninety seven end of section four